We do want to take a few minutes this morning as we gather together on this Resurrection Sunday to to talk a little bit specifically to our, our little ones this morning about what it is we are celebrating this morning. Not that they don't already know, but just to, to kind of bring it to greater clarity this morning, the significance of this morning. Uh, when we last spoke last Lord's Day going through our, our story Bible, Jesus was dead, right? This magnificent man who walked the earth and did miraculous things and garnered uh, followers, disciples. He was put upon a cross, not because of anything he did wrong, but because he was hated by those around him. They hated that he claimed to be God. They hated how he came and disrupted their lives. The only way to get rid of him was just to kill him, to get him out of the way forever. And his body was put into a tomb. Just like in our day, when someone dies, we put them in a casket oftentimes and then bury them into the ground. Well, that's what they did with Jesus. They put him in a tomb and he's been buried. That's where the story picks up this morning. Jesus' friends were sad. They would never see their best friend again. How could this happen? Wasn't Jesus the rescuer? The king that God had promised? Things were not supposed to end this way. Yes, but who said this was the end? Just before sunrise, on the third day of Jesus' death, God sent an earthquake and an angel from heaven. And the guards, remember guards were put to guard the tomb to make sure nobody could get in and steal the body? When the guards saw the angel, they fell down in fright and scared. And the angel rolled the huge stone away, sat on top of it, and waited. And then at the first glimmer of dawn, one of the women, Mary Magdalene, and some of the other women headed toward the tomb. They wanted to finish preparing Jesus' body for burial. And the early morning sun slanted through the ancient olive trees. Drops of dew glittering on leaves and grasses. Little tears everywhere. The friends walked quietly along the hilly path through the olive groves until they reached the tomb. Immediately they noticed something odd. The tomb was wide open. See the picture there of the tomb? And the stone's been rolled away. They walked near and peered through the opening into the dark tomb. (gasps) Jesus' body was gone. It was missing. And something else. A shining man was there with clothes made from lightning. And the angel said, don't be scared. But they couldn't help it. They screamed anyway. And the angel asked them, what are you doing here? This is a tomb. Tombs are for dead people. And the women didn't know what to say. And so he said it for them. Jesus isn't dead anymore. He's alive. (gasps) And their hearts leapt. And the angel almost laughed with such gladness. It's almost as though they had woken from a nightmare. They're hearing the news that Jesus, whom they love, is not in the tomb 
and his body's not been stolen. He's alive. And the other woman rushed home, but Mary stayed behind. She just wasn't convinced it could be true. Dead people don't come back to life. Jesus was definitely dead. She knew it. And just then, as Mary is sitting there thinking about these things, Mary heard someone in the garden talking. It's probably the gardener. Well, maybe he'll know where Jesus' body is. And so she urgently said to him, I don't know where Jesus' body is. I can't find him. But it was okay. The man behind her knew. And he was about to let her know. He calls her by name. Mary. Mary listened. Only one person had ever called her name like that. Only that voice she heard. There's only one person she'd ever heard with that voice. And her heart began to pump. She turned around. And she could barely make out a figure. She, she shaded her eyes trying to figure out who it was. Can it be? She thought she was dreaming. But she wasn't. Do you know who the man was behind her? It was Jesus. Jesus! She fell down to the ground, her eyes filled with tears. Her whole body quivering. She wanted in that moment just to grab onto Jesus and hold him so tight. She thought he was dead, and he was. He was gone. To which Jesus said, not yet, Mary. You will be able to hold on to me later, but not now. As for now, you go. You tell all the others, I'm alive. And that's what we're here to celebrate this morning. Only one person in the history of the universe has ever died and then come back to life again on his own, by his own power, never to die again. In Jesus' ministry, we're going to talk about it this morning, Jesus sometimes raised people back to life, but they did die again. Jesus is the one who's never, ever died again. He's alive. And it's important that he's alive. His resurrection from the dead is what guarantees his death on the cross did secure the forgiveness of our sins, that the Father accepted it. And that you and I, you know how we talk about eternal life? We have eternal life because Paul in the New Testament is going to say, just as Christ was raised to eternal life, to newness of life, to fullness of life, so too through him we will as well. That's why we sing a song like we just sang a minute ago. All praise to Him, to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The death of Jesus was not an accident. There was not on that Friday just a few moments that it looked like the enemies of Christ had won. Nope. It was God's purpose from before the foundation of the world that Jesus would die. When those enemies of Christ put Jesus on the palm of the cross and killed Him, did you know that's exactly what God the Father intended to happen? And did you know it was so much so that even the Bible tells us it was God who killed his son? He had to, so that he would die for you and I, that our sins might be forgiven, that he might raise him from the dead to eternal life, and that we too might have eternal life.
You see why today is such a special day? God didn't fix a problem. This was all part of the plan to kill his son and to raise him for his glory and for you and I. All praise to him.